You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 11 of BNI, The Australian Story. My name is Veronica, and we're here again today with our Executive Director, Mr. Brent Edwards. Hello, Veronica. Hello, everyone. Now, Brent, how are you going in lockdown? Uh, obviously, as our fearless leader of the, uh, the Melbourne South region here in Australia, but also with the other directors around the world, how do you think we're faring? It's amazing if you keep busy that it's yeah you know, you know, that it doesn't seem like as long. Like we've been uh, you know in this sort of state for about a month now, and uh, because we're keeping busy, you look back and think, wow, time, time's really playing. So there's always something to do, always something to keep busy with. And what I find is is I try and spend part of my day doing um, yeah. One of my favourite books is A Slight Edge, so I do part of my day doing an hour of this, hour of that, hour of exercise, etc. And I'll find I'm getting so much done by just, you know, spending uh, bit parts and doing, you know, certain things during the day, which has been really effective for me. And how are you finding some of the other leaders around the globe? Are they using the same kind of approach to get through this? Um, I, I don't know as such. I believe everyone's going okay. Uh, you know, our organisation is online now, and the great thing is I've seen a lot of people actually uh, leverage that uh, as well to help other people and, and change their business as well, which is one of the things we're going to talk about today on a podcast. Now, I'm very excited to um, introduce our new guest very shortly, but just before we do, for anyone who may be listening, obviously this is for our members of BNI in Australia, but for anyone who's even contemplating becoming a part of our fantastic organisation at BNI, powerful and collaborative business relationships are an essential part of any credible marketing strategy. And BNI Australia is the premier business networking organisation. Our service is designed to offer its members the opportunity to create business relationships, share ideas, contacts, and most importantly, business referrals. And I guess this is one of the ways that we can bring such um, value-packed guests to our podcast. So all the way from Adelaide today, Brent, would you like to introduce Peter for us? Yes, off to South Australia today. We've got Peter Flynn, who's a physiotherapist from PhysioFit Adelaide, and he's in the BNI United chapter. So welcome, Peter. And can you ask us, how long have you been a member of BNI? I'm relatively new to BNI, so I've been about five or six months now, I believe. Wow, so 20% of your time has been in the online space in BNI. <laughs> 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 yeah. So you, so you joined one type of BNI, and you've really jumped straight into the tra- transition, haven't you? Yeah. Well, it's not even really a transition then. This is pretty much all I know. So it's kind of, <laughs> this is the new normal, right? Yeah, <laughs> whereabouts, whereabouts in Adelaide can we find BNI United? BNI United, <laughs> it's just on the internet now. But prior to that, <laughs> it was at the Walker's Arms Hotel in the northeastern suburbs of Adelaide. Okay. And you're under uh, our great friend, Simone Douglas, who was on episode two of our podcast. Yes, yes, she recommended I, I jump on this one and super excited to be here. Well, it's great to have uh, a member who's uh, really wet behind the ears on our podcast because we end up uh, ending up with uh, 
with members who have been around with us for a while. So that's fantastic. So how'd you find out about BNI? When and where? Uh, so can you elaborate a little bit on that for us? Yeah, absolutely. I first found out about BNI would have been about two years ago, I reckon. And it was from a friend of mine, Wahib Jubier, who's from another chapter within Adelaide. He's a physiotherapist as well. And I didn't think much of it at the time. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And I went along and visited and I was like, oh, maybe one day this isn't for me right now. And then out of nowhere, late last year, I got an email from someone I'd never even met in my life. Her name was Lena Lycox. She's the president of our chapter. And she just said, do you want to come along and, and try this out? And I thought, well, why not? Let's, let's give it a shot. Let's meet some people. And I had a bit more time on my hands, which is time was a bit of the issue before. And, yeah, went along, really enjoyed it, met some awesome people and just, like, clicked straight away with quite a few. And I thought, well, this could be an amazing opportunity, not just to grow my business, but to just, you know, when you just spend time with really high-level operators, it just improves you. So Yeah, yeah. so that was the catalyst of... Uh being a part of the joint, part of the group, the high-level operators in the room, that that you really found that uh, you could actually leverage, you know, from their experience in business and uh, and how they network. So, yeah. awesome. So, the reason we've got you on today is to talk about a, a fantastic initiative uh, that you've done during this uh, current COVID nineteen situation called Frontline Healthcare Initiative and. What you've done is actually uh, put something together through your BNI group to help the community. So you can tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, where to start? Probably it was just over two weeks ago now, and it was before the government had brought in the job keeper or anything like that. And we'd sort of seen our business really decline quite a, li- quite a lot, actually, because we're very face-to-face in nature. We've got massage as a part of our business, and, and that was just cut by the government completely. And so we were sort of sitting there, you know, just watching everything burn to the ground. And I don't know if you've seen that meme before of the dog and he's sitting in the house and it's all on fire and he's just going, everything's all good, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I haven't seen that one, but uh, <laughs> I'll show you later. <laughs> but <laughs> that's kind of how I felt. And I was like, well, what can we do? What can we do right now to, to bring back some control to us? Because it felt like we were very out of control at that stage. And being health professionals, we sort of went to the first thing that we know and the first thing that gives us control, and that's helping people. And if we're not able to do it through our normal means, we thought, well, how can we do it through our different means? And and for us, this was online, and this was volunteering our services to help doctors and nurses who are working on the front line. And it was just going to be our clinic (laughs) and physio, you know, physiotherapy Mm. to start with. However... I started to talk to a few other business owners because I'm a business, business consultant around Australia. And they were like, this is awesome. How do I get involved? And I was like, well, you, you can't really because it's through my system, my clinic. But then I thought, well, it doesn't have to be. So I contacted the person who owns the system we use, uh, which is Clinico. And then he offered to donate a 250, like a university size subscription for free, which they're going to they pay for everything for. And then the other software we use, which is another online software, someone else donated another 250 subscriptions of that, which is just bloody huge. It blew my mind. Incredible. Um, what's that? Sorry. Incredible. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so For a someone... time when there's no money around, the, the generosity, people dig deep, don't they, when they hear such a great idea? Yeah, I, I, was, I was blown away. But 
to, to be honest, if someone had come to me with a similar thing, then I would have probably done the same, let's be honest. Mm. Um, and, and so this for us was our way of giving back and getting some control. Because even if our business wasn't doing super well, we could still help some people throughout the week. And at the end of the week, sleep really well because we've helped people. We've done something that's meaningful to us. Yeah. And so I think that's where it really came from. And then yeah. within the DNI group itself, we had a solicitor help me write out the contract agreement, which can be a very expensive, <laughs> uh, expensive exercise. But they did that pro bono. We've had, uh, that was Matthew Mitchell solicitors. We had Chris yep. McCoe who were doing our branding. Um, we've got identity marketing from our BNI who are doing our social media stuff. So everyone awesome. sort of jumped in to volunteer their time and their services to help, which has been unreal. Wow. And, and this is such a great thing that you can do for those frontline healthcare workers because, you know, they are really, you know, their efforts is really, you know, holding up the country during this and, and making sure, you know, we all get through this and, uh, and we're all looked after. And it's very selfless because they've actually put themselves in a position where they're, they're risking their own health at the same time and that of their families also. So um, can you uh, elaborate on some of the other companies that you may not have mentioned yet that you've partnered with? So um, the, the ones within BNI or the ones outside of BNI? Well, the well, ones in BNI first, because I believe, you know, this is, uh, you know, those sorts of people, because you had the connection through BNI, they've been able to actually help you activate all these different things. Yeah. So firstly, I think Crisp & Co was a really, really big one. I did mention them. Um, but that's Siobhan Miller and her, her husband. And they're doing our branding because when it comes to making something that's aesthetic and looks really good, but is also consistent amongst its branding message, uh, that had to be someone that's not me. Like I'm colorblind and I failed art in year 10 <laughs> legitimately. So I really needed help. And to have them stand up and say, hey, look, we're, we'll do this for you and we'll organize this. Um, the world is incredible. So not only think is it great that they're helping us with this, but now I'm going, well, my own business, we actually should be working with these guys. And that's one of the great things at the moment, the people are actually giving up their time to help yeah. people and really enhancing their reputation. So, you know, people feel a lot more comfortable to, uh, to refer them on and, and give them something to say, well, you know, this person went out of their way for me. Maybe I could uh, redo my stuff with them down the track or... It gives me a lot more confidence to actually refer refer them to other people also. Yeah, absolutely. And, and not only that, but one of the biggest opportunities I see here throughout this COVID crisis, and, and I'm disgustingly optimistic, so um, I'm not going to point out any negatives, but for me, it's going, well, who are the people that are going to really stand up and help other people in their community throughout this? They're the people that when you come out the other side and business does go back to normal, they're the people you're going to want to go and work with because they helped you when you know you weren't able to help yourself. So they'll be the leaders within the business community. So this being totally not for profit, you've had some amazing results with businesses donating mm. uh, time and product and everything in nine days. That's been you know up around six figures already. Yeah, it's it's actually just just over probably over the six figures now, which is incredible to, to see and not, not something that I probably would have picked um, two weeks ago when we first sort of looked at launching it. So, yeah, it's, it's unreal and the generosity is just out of this world. 
So if people want to uh, look at some of some of the things you've done, where can they actually uh, where can they find this this initiative online? Well, we are actually at, at the moment <laughs> through through Crispin Cohen and another person within BNI getting a proper website made up, which I don't have the domain for just yet. But at the moment, it's a landing page on my own website, and it's physiofitadelaide.com.au forward slash frontline and little dashy thing and then health. <laughs> so basically, hang on, let me just let me just clarify that um, you're going to send that in some kind of text or email to Brent and then Brent will send that to me because we need to make sure we get that out to everybody. Um, and if I could just say, we had a little chat before we, we started the podcast and I just think it's really uh, very thoughtful of you and very clever of you that you've been incredibly um, specific about which frontliners you have created this program for because there is a lot of um, grey area at the moment. There's a lot of people who are on the front line and we need to make sure that every single one of those person, people uh, have some of the attention of people like yourself. So can you just let us know specifically how your program is going to help doctors and nurses moving forward? Yeah, so like I said before, we've got physiotherapy and these are all online consults. So there's no face-to-face, -face, which for them is probably a really good thing because they don't want to be exposed, being exposed to too many people because there's the risk of infection control there. I mean, for many of these people, they're not even staying at their own houses. They're staying at hotels funded by the government at the moment, which is bloody incredible. Um, but we're doing physiotherapy online, psychology, which I think is going to be huge. Yeah. So important, I think, yeah. at the moment as well. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't even imagine the stress that many people are going through being on the front line and maybe not having enough PPE or thinking, you know, am I possibly taking this home to someone else if they are living at home? Like yeah. a lot of stress and anxiety around that. Um, and, and also too, if I, like I have a, a, quite a long history in the death industry as, as a celebrant, mm. when you're seeing family members of people passing away and being that sick, it is a natural reaction to imagine yourself in that situation and imagine your own family having to deal with that. And that takes a massive toll on on you emotionally. So apart from all the practical and the very real um, risks of, of um, infection, mm. the mental health is going to be a massive problem coming out the other side of this. Yeah, and so we'd like to, we'd like to support in that regard. And even the physiotherapy, we've got psychology, osteopathy and podiatry. A lot of what we will do most likely is just listening to people and just being that person that they can talk to that's just a third party, that they can talk about their problem and maybe how their pain's affecting that. Um, yeah. It's the us, <laughs> not the, uh, the non-psychologist, not as in-depth, but it's really cool to be able to offer that service. And we've had about 15 to 20 psychologists who've put their hand up now to say, mm. yeah, I'd actually really like to be involved and give back in some way. So is there an opportunity for uh, BNI members who may be listening to this who, who may fit the, uh, fit the scope that you're working with to participate in this program? Yeah, look, if, the, if there are some BNI members who sort of fit into those allied health categories there, or maybe they're a different one that I haven't even mentioned, if they'd like to get in contact with me at peter at physiofitadelaide.com.au, flick me through an email and I'd love to jump on a Zoom. We can chat a little bit. Um, to see if we're the right fit for you, and then we can go from there. Well, that's fantastic. fantastic. And it's, a, it's another way some of our allied health workers and uh, and caregivers within our mm. 
within our organisation can uh, can give back, you know, through connecting this. So, so obviously uh, this is starting to uh, spread around the nation, and it's a it's a great initiative. Let's uh, let's start off with one of our BNI members in Adelaide. So that's fantastic. And what we'll do is we'll share. I do have the links for you. We'll share them on our social media page. Yeah. Um, BNI the Australian Story podcast on Facebook. So look up that, and, and we'll put the links on there in the next couple of days, uh, and relating to uh, this podcast when it comes out uh, on Tuesday. So, um, Peter, fantastic to hear from you. Is there anything else you'd, you'd like to add about this initiative? Nothing else really, except that if you do know a doctor or you do know a nurse, please let them know about this because we would love to help them. Oh, that's 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 a really good uh, really good suggestion. So. You know, if you're listening, you know any healthcare workers, point them towards a link and, uh, you know, there is help there for them that's been done not-for-profit uh, by these fantastic caregivers who want to give some, something back to our frontline health professionals. So that's fantastic. Um, thank you, Peter. We always ask, now, obviously, you've only been in BNI for five months, but we always ask our guests what would be a tip you give to other members to achieve success in BNI. And oh, we don't know if you've actually achieved what you'd call success in BNI so far within five months, but but uh, what have you found that's really worked for you so far? Yeah, and look, what is success is like a rabbit hole. We could, we could go down for another hour or two. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, I think it's just be the person that gives the most value. The more value that you give to other people, the more you will eventually get in return. Uh, and the the more of a leader you'll show yourself to be. Fantastic! And how is your uh, how is BNI United going with the online meetings at the moment? It's good. It's uh, obviously when you first start, it's a little bit all over the place, and you have got maybe slightly laggy internet and people uh, not understanding the system completely. But over the past couple of weeks, it's really come together nicely, and it's kind of cool to be able to jump on a BNI. Wear a really nice shirt and just no pants, right? <laughs> yes, we, no, we, no, did, we did. We didn't need to know that, Peter. That's, I don't. You know, whether you're, you just got to make sure you don't get up to have a coffee. Oh, you're joking! <laughs> <laughs> we'll never I, know, will we? We'll never know. I am sure. I am sure that I'm sure people have done it. <laughs> I've got to admit, uh, I've come to a couple of my meetings in my own boots. So that's oh. um, something I wouldn't normally do, but I'm, I am starting to get a little used to it. Did you have anything else to add, Veronica? I actually, something that um, Peter said at the very beginning is that you were invited by another um, physiotherapist from another chapter. And I just think that this is so important. One, a big shout out to that physiotherapist. Uh, I couldn't pronounce his name. It sounded like it was a very long name. Who was it that invited you? Wahib Jubier. Yeah, so... Wahib um, Jubier, well done. Wahib, big shout out because that is truly um, at the very core of this Givers Gain. It's about seeing another peer in your industry that could also benefit. It's understanding that BNI is not a limited resource. It is unlimited. There is so much good work that we can do out there in the community and just by bringing other people in. And obviously... He has trusted you. you. You have credibility with him. You have rapport with him. That mm. he has thought that you were the kind of person that he would want to do business with in BNI. And I just think that's a really important point for anyone who's listening. One, 
if you're a member and you know someone who's really good at what they do, don't worry about them taking part of the pie. There is, the pie just gets bigger and bigger and bigger with the more great people that we've got as part of this organisation. And secondly, if you've been invited, don't take that lightly because that means that someone really thinks a lot of you that they would want you to be a part of this organisation that we take very seriously. So I just thought I just wanted to um, to highlight that because I think it's a really good part of your story. No, Thank you, Peter, for yeah. joining us and what a fantastic initiative and uh, keep up the really good work. And uh, for anyone listening, we will put those on our social page. Thanks for having so, me, guys. No worries. Thank you. Brent, what a fantastic, um, what a fantastic interview. Um, not only is someone, I, I love the way you call people either old sea dogs or wet behind the ears. You've got all these, <laughs> you've got all these fantastic things that uh, these fantastic sayings. But I just think um, it's really nice to see givers gain magnified like that. Someone who came into the chapter probably just came to maybe one or two meetings. In fact, I think we've actually still got Pete, Peter there. How many meetings did you come to, Peter, before we went online? Oh, a reasonable amount because I, I started in sort of November, end of November last year. Right. Um, but I, I guess we had the month break over Christmas. So we probably only had about eight, maybe eight in-person meetings. Oh, look, just, just a, a really great story. And not only have you come in and you've weathered that transition, you're still really excited. You've pivoted your business to help everyone in BNI. And I think this is exactly what we need to keep um, sharing on these podcasts, Brent. Absolutely. So um, thank you very much. And Veronica. Yes. So uh, time to wrap this up. But before <laughs> we... Don't worry, Ben. <laughs> so before we, uh, before we do, did we have a member question for this week? Not a question, but it was a comment that was made to me and that was um, how well some of the members are doing their one-to-ones and not getting bogged down in talking about the challenges and the problems and the, and the, the whinging that sometimes can happen in one-to-ones because, you know, when some people are really feeling it and, as you know, I'm in the entertainment industry and, and as a celebrant, so my industry is full of people who are either whinging or they're really stepping up and uh, doing some great things. So just a big shout-out to everyone that's doing their one-to-ones and still concentrating on looking for referrals, um, giving everyone some really great ideas, sharing some tips and trying to help everyone pivot their business so that we can all get through this. Fantastic. So I'd just like to uh, finish off with my tip for the week, if that's okay. Yeah. So in and around the online meetings, this is a really big one, and we, we, we happened upon it a little bit within our talk with Peter today. And during the online meetings, we need to really watch out how we're perceived during the online meetings. So just because we're doing things online and it's convenient, um, you know, it's, it's no need to uh, just, you know, hop online in your pyjamas uh, just so you got out of bed or get on the laptop while you're still in bed. Wearing uh, no pants while you're doing the meeting. Well, well, if you want to do that, that's fine because people don't see that. But as long as you what's seen is professional and how you want to be perceived, and especially now we've moved online, a lot more visitors are coming into the room now. So a lot of chapters who may be comfortable with each other are sort of treating it as a bit of a, a catch-up and a bit of a fun get-together. But, you know, you need to realise we're all on video 
and anyone can actually look at the video that you're portraying. And it could be the environment behind you. Like if you're in a room and your underwear is hanging on a washing line or something behind you, it's not a really good look you'd like to see a potential client actually see. Um, if you're, you know, sharing a, a, a joke with someone over over a message or something at the time, people can see that. If you're not engaged in the meeting, or if you're muted on a phone call or looking away doing something, uh, I've seen people driving in the meetings as well. It's not a good look and it's not a good yeah. thing. So, um, you know, that online meeting etiquette, you should be actually be like be here now. I like to say so. You should be there and be a part of it as you would be if we were in a face-to-face meeting. Yeah. So people can see you multitask on the phone. Um, so prevent, present yourself professionally uh, because we see a lot of instances and, you know, some chapters people will go along as a guest and they'll see people being very unprofessional and they'll either call up and say, hey, can I visit another chapter? Or worst of all, they don't call back. And, we, and they don't come back all together because they think this is the norm. So really, just really be conscious of how you're presenting yourself, your surroundings and your demeanour during our online meetings because anyone can see you and your video during that time. Yeah, that's an absolutely great tip. And um, I wish we had more time during the podcast. Uh, and maybe at some point um, we can take some calls in. I know that we might be able to do it uh, so we actually hear from some members because I know some members have some questions around how this is really working for them in the online meeting space. And I think that's a really important um, message for everyone to remember. Even though you're not in a meeting with a room full of people, you're still in a meeting with a room of people that can still see you. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And you should, you know, you should prepare yourself and present yourself as you would in front of a potential customer. Yeah. That's a fantastic uh, way to finish our 11th podcast today, Brent. Um, we started with number one and we thought we'll see how this goes and uh, the reaction and the feedback has been fantastic. So if anyone does have a question, please make sure that you go to our Facebook page, BNI The Australian Story, and we'll be back with our next episode. They come out every Tuesday. Thank you to Steve, our producer, making sure that uh, everything runs to plan each week and also to our guest, Peter, for being such a fantastic um, and valuable guest today. Thanks, Peter. Thanks, Steve. Thank you.